Good morning, Hawks. Welcome to episode 16 of the podcast talk. I'm your host, I'm Yassine. Let's go. Alright, Hawks, we got a few things to talk about. We got the, of course, the Black History Assembly coming up pretty soon. How's it gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Who knows? But I got some ideas. Let's see. We also got, as all of you might have heard, March break is postponed. You know, you might look at it as something bad, but uh, you gotta look at the bright side. We got, at least we still have a break coming up. We got, let's see, we got it postponed to April, and, well, today is Family Day. Well, today for me, I mean, I'm recording on a Monday, you're probably doing this on a Tuesday. But that's not the only thing we have as news today, Hawks. We also got an interview with Mike Shaheen, a former Hawk and a good old guy, helping the auto mission. So, Hawks, before we have the interview, let's talk about the March break. I know many of you might be hinged, but don't worry, because there is therapy time with Ahmed Yassin. Alright, Hawks, tell me what's going on. Hawks, we got a former Hawk and an all-out guy, Mike Shaheen, right here. So, Mike, uh, tell us about your time in Hillcrest. Yeah, so I graduated from Hillcrest in 2013. Uh, I was there uh, since grade nine. I played uh, played hockey on the grade ten team. We actually went to Offsa, uh, went undefeated, but we didn't uh, didn't actually make the playoffs. So, a little devastating with that. But really enjoyed my time at Hillcrest. At Hillcrest. Uh, played on the softball team in grade 11 and 12. Uh, took uh, took contact both years. I definitely wasn't missing up on on that opportunity. And uh, yeah, I've been getting involved with Hillcrest a little bit ever since I graduated. More specifically, since I started with lunches with Mike. But yeah, I, I enjoyed my time at Hillcrest. It was a lot of fun. So uh, tell us about about how you got into the Ottawa mission. Yeah. So um, I. Never actually, well, with the Ottawa mission, um, uh, I, I, it's not so much with the mission that I got involved with, uh, but more so I just do similar work to the Ottawa mission in a sense. So I started Munchies uh, with Mike, which is now a registered nonprofit organization, and we do a little bit of similar work that the mission does. They do a lot more than, than I do. I don't want to tell them short because they, they're much more established and contribute a lot more. But basically, what I do is I create. Mike? Mike, you, you, you caught off a bit. Oh, did it break up? Oh, sorry about that. Um, no, no problem. Maybe. Okay, so, yeah, um, as I was saying there, um, I, I don't work specifically with the mission, but I do uh, similar work to the mission in that uh, I try to... Um, my mission really is to help uh, help people who are, are living on the streets by providing them with a warm meal, similar to what the, what the mission does. 
And I started that in September of 2020. So, or I started in January of 2020, but officially registered in September of 2020. And just really with the goal of trying to help people and doing what I can to, to make a difference out there. Uh, so I know that, you know, in high school, one of the requirements is to have at least 40 hours of volunteering. I know now it's going to be 20 because of the whole virus. But I mean, is that how you got involved? You started volunteering during high school and you just kept going and you didn't make the munches of Mike? No, so uh, I actually didn't. When I uh, when I did my volunteer hours at Hillcrest, I uh, most of them I just I did at uh, like at hockey camps and things like that. Okay. So I wasn't doing so much um, kind of what I'm doing now uh, in high school. But really, the way I just started is I, I just kind of always had a soft spot for for people on the streets and people living in poverty, just pe- people who couldn't really afford basic necessities in life, you know, who didn't have a, didn't have food on the table or didn't have a roof over their heads. I really felt for them. So oftentimes I'd go out, I'd see people or, you know, I was downtown or whatnot. I'd see people, they asked for change or they asked for money or they asked for a meal. And uh, oftentimes like, yeah, no problem. Let me get you something to eat. Or I'd give them, either give them change or we'd go grab a shawarma together or something. And then sometimes you know, I'd, I'd feed one person and then I'd come across another person. And I just thought, you know, there's just so many people out there. It's, there's just too many people to feed. So I figured, you know what, instead of, you know, waiting for people to come to me and just feeding them as they ask, I just thought, why don't I start something where I can, you know, make a, a big meal for uh, several people and try to feed as many people as once as I, at once as I can. And, about a year ago, I, I gave my buddy a call and I said, hey, you want to, uh, we're supposed to hang out that day. I said, hey, you want to uh, make some bacon, mac and cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches and we'll go and beat some people on the street. And he was super into it. And uh, yeah, that was the first meal there. And Bob's your uncle. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, you know, people would want to become compassionate and definitely people should act on it because you, <laughs> because, you know, you can look at someone homeless and you can say, you know, that's not going to be me in the next five years. I'm not going to end up like this, but, you know, that could be you. You know, that could you, you can end up like this. You know, people don't go up and saying, oh, I'm going to come blind or deaf, but that could be you. So it's good to help out the community because that could be you one day and you want someone to help you out. Thanks. Yeah, it's true. You know, I think uh, you never know. <coughs> Excuse me. You never know what people are going through. And, you know, it's important to not judge people. And I try to I try to sympathize with people and you know, I have empathy for them so that, you know, I can imagine what they might be going through and hey, everyone has their own fight that, they, uh, that they're that they battling. So if I can make it a little bit, uh, you know, the, the battle a little easier by providing them with a warm meal, then, then, hey, I'm happy with it. Yeah, and I've been wondering, you, you talk to these people, do you notice they're just all individual cases, just bad on their luck, or do you notice a pattern? Like, what do you think is causing most of the homelessness? I think everyone is, everyone's different. You know, some people, uh, you know, some people may have made bad decisions in their life that uh, caused them to end up there. Other people were just dealt a bad hand. You know, they may not have had a great family life to start and they, you know, they they didn't have a safe, they weren't safe living at home. So some people are on the streets from a very young age. You know, they, they've been, they've been battling homelessness since they were a little kid other people, you know, as I said, just were just down on their luck. So I think it, it really changes. Um, but what I found is a lot of the time it's it's not 
you know, no one chooses to be homeless. Well, no one wants to end up homeless and, you know, without a place to, to go. So uh, it, it's really sad to see, you know, when you see people, see people on the streets and you, and you hear their story. But I think it really depends on the person. And there's not really one, you know, no one person has, not every person has the same path uh, that, that led them there. And I think that's why it's really important to not judge and just assume, oh, okay, this person ended up here because they ruined their life, they gambled all their money away, or, or they spent it all on drugs, or what it may be. You know, you really don't know anything about anyone, really. So it's, everyone ended up there uh, through their own path, and regardless of how they ended up there, um, I think it's just important to, to sympathize with people and, you know, try to try to help out when you can. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's something we can all look up to. You know, something we can all be, be, depend on. You know, you help one in hand, and you get some karma, and you're, and you, and you feel good about yourself. You know, you feel like you actually done something to help people out. You yeah. left a mark. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's a rewarding feeling. You know, when you when you get that feeling that hey, you know, I I help someone out, and just just to see their reaction to to how appreciative they are. It really just shows, you know, small things like that. It, it can really just, it's nice because it kind of opens up your eyes to that, you know, maybe, maybe you have certain things that, that you, that you're dealing with. And to you, it might seem like the biggest, you know, the, the biggest problem ever. It's causing you a lot of stress, but I find, and that's like me, my, like myself, you know, I, I often deal with certain things and, you know, I, I think, oh my God, you know, like I, I think the worst of it, you know, and I, and I really stress about things sometimes, but. The nice thing about going out and doing these meals is when you go out and feed people, your your worries kind of go away. If you just think like, you know what, man, the thing that I was stressing about it really is not much at all in comparison to what these people who I've just met are going through. You know, so it kind of opens your eyes and and helps helps ground you a little bit and makes you realize, you know, everyone has their own issues that they go through, and you know, I I, I wish the best for everyone, but. For the most part, at least from my experience, I find that the after I go out and, and feed people and, and do these munchies with mics, that you know it, it really just makes you makes you hap- makes me happy for uh, and appreciative for what I have in life. Yeah, and you came to Hillcrest a few times last year. It was for the chili. They needed the toothbrush drive, and it was something simple, you know. You never think of someone donating toothpaste. You think they're going to donate clothes or just or some money, but you never think of something simple like toothpaste or hygiene products. Do you, uh, you, you notice that? Yeah, it's true. You know, it's 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 an, it's an underrated thing uh, giving out toothpaste and, and toothbrushes and whatnot. You know, you got to keep the jibs clean. <laughs> but um, it's true. There's there's so many needs that that people have, and you know, it, it's it's not. Like you said, it's not always just they need they need food or, or they need shelter, but yeah, like like personal hygiene. You know, some people may not have brushed their teeth in weeks. Like you know, myself and and you, I'm sure you know we, we brush our teeth every morning, every night, um, and it, might not think much of it. You know, we might not think, oh, it's just oh, okay, gotta go brush my teeth. You know, it's just part of part of our habit, part of our routine. Whereas some other people, they, you know, they, I mean, maybe they can go out and buy toothbrush or toothpaste but i mean maybe they they don't have that it's either okay i can buy i could buy a toothbrush and toothpaste or i could eat dinner 
you know, 10 out of 10 times, if those are my options, I'm picking dinner than, than I am brushing my teeth. You know? So there's, that's what was nice about uh, that toothbrush drive is, you know, you, it, it definitely isn't something that I have, uh, like when people don't donate things and, and sponsor munchies with Mike, toothbrushes and toothpaste usually aren't the, the items that I get. So it was really cool to, to, to get those and, you know, get just, you know, help sort of a different need that people have. Yeah, just a very small thing that you never think about too much. I can make a big difference in someone's life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you, yeah. So you have Munchies of Mike, and you have a YouTube channel, and you're showing cooking videos. You're you've made a pulled pork sandwich and something Greek. I forgot the name. Yeah, uh, euros. So my uh, euros. Yeah, my buddy Ryan. Shout out Ryan. He uh, he went to Hillcrest as well, and his family they run uh, the Greek Souvlaki House. So they uh, you know, really nice people. They were generous enough to to sponsor that entire meal and. Oh man, they hooked it up. They, those euros were fantastic, and everyone really enjoyed them. That was a good one. Yeah. So, with your YouTube channel, you become are you planning on becoming a binging with Babish, or are you going Canadian with Epic Meal Time? What was the first one? Binging with Babish. Yeah. Okay. Is that I never heard of that. Is, it, is that more like what? Is, what does binging with Babish he, do? He's like he came out. He came out recently, like last year, and he grew in popularity. He's this. He just cooks food from movies and TV shows. Like he does Ratatouille. He did Krabby Patties. Okay. Yeah, he's, he, he, yeah, he's been out for like a, only a few for a few like maybe last year or two years ago. He started becoming popular. He now has millions and millions of subscribers. Um, and of course, you know Epic Meal Time, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Epic Meal Time no. was great. That was. Uh... That goes that goes way back at the meal time. They've been around for a while, and I I mean I guess with munchies with Mike I don't I'm just trying to expand my reach. You know my my ultimate goal would be for munchies with Mike to get big enough so that I could you know I could use my YouTube channel and monetize it so that I could make munchies with Mike an everyday thing. You know that that would be that's that's a really cool thing about the internet now is there's so many opportunities to to grow your brand and to to make money from it and the cool you know if i could one day um transform my youtube channel into something that can make money so that i can just put it all back into munchies with mike and just pump out meals regularly that would be that would be the dream so you know and you, you never know you never know what could happen so i've just been trying to i've been trying to just you know, span my reach, try to stay as authentic as I can. You know, I'm not too concerned. I don't get, I mean, I have like 33 subscribers, I think it is. So like, I'm not, I'm nowhere near uh, where, where, you know, where it's, it's gone crazy. You know, I think I don't, I have like less than a thousand views, but it's fun doing it. And I just think it's a fun experience. And especially the people I make the meals with, they're all, it's cool you know, putting the video together and then you can kind of look back on it. And I don't know, it's just fun. And it's, I, it, it's just part of my brand. And I try not to get too focused on like how many views I have and how many subscribers, you know, I don't really care so much about that. I just want to kind of grow my brand and, you know, Hey, whatever happens for munchies with Mike happens, you know, ideally I'd like it to, to grow so that I can, you know, continue doing this and, and expand the operation. But it's, it's a good time. And, We'll see what happens. 
Yeah, staying authentic. That's nice. So, Mike, I guess last question. What's the plans with Munchie of Mike's, with your work? Anything you got planned we don't know about yet? Well, yeah, my I really want to... Um, I mean, I'm working in the government right now. So the nice thing is I can work from home. So one thing I would like to do is I'd like to eventually, it's, it's a little tough now, you know, COVID really put a, a damper on it. Um, for the past month, I didn't make any meals because we were on a stay at home order. So, yeah. you know, there, there've been some setbacks for sure. Um, but eventually what I want to do is I want to start, um, I'm looking into this year setting up a golf tournament, uh, first annual Munches with Mike golf tournament. Uh, so I can try to, I'd like to eventually um, make that an annual thing so that I could, you know, bring money into it, uh, to the organization, and I can expand my reach and just kind of go from there. I eventually want to do a cross Canada tour. So where I go into different cities and, you know, just make different meals in different cities and kind of expand my reach that way and, uh, you know, really grow the brand. Uh, so those are kind of the two things I had planned. Um, we'll see, you know, obviously, as I mentioned with the pandemic, it's a little bit of a, you know, a hurdle to jump. But, you know, I, I think is, uh, I think there's definitely ways around it and definitely ways that I can continue, you know, expanding my reach and doing other things and, and just, just growing the brand and, and helping as many people as I can. You know, in the end, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to grow Munchies with Mike and help as many people as I can. So however I can do that, um, you know, that's, that's what I'll be doing. And yeah, try to, try to make the biggest impact that I can. Cause, uh, especially now, you know, I'm, I have a lot more free. I mean, I, I, because I'm working from home and, you know, I'm done school now, I find I have, you know, more free time and I'm more in a, in a, a routine now, you know, I have my schedule. So I find that, uh, I have more of a, an opportunity and more of an ability to, to make an impact in this world. So whatever I can do to, to help people out, that's that's what I'm going for. Well, you got me there at golf tournaments. Yeah, hey, <laughs> wow. you're a big golfer? Uh, I haven't played golf in a couple of years. Okay, well, hey, you should come out. I, I, I got into golf last year as, like, I got in pretty regularly, but, oh, man, I'm, I'm still pretty rough. I'm not. Uh, I'm by no means a good golfer. Um, neither am I. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, maybe we'll end up. Uh, we'll end up in the same group for the tournament. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike's. Uh, thanks for coming. Good luck and uh, best luck to you. Hey, appreciate it, Ahmed. Really. Uh, thanks for having me on, and I think this is definitely won't be the last time we speak. You know, I'm. Uh, I plan on. Um, definitely collaborating with Hillcrest a little bit more and I'm definitely looking to, uh, to, to continue collaborating with you guys and we'll continue making a difference. Thanks for having me on. No problem. No problem, Mike. All right. Cheers. Cheers. All right, Hawks. Uh, this is the end of the episode. A few things to take a note is to always lend someone a helping hand, or be someone with your schoolwork, or volunteering at a charity. You definitely need the hours. So, Hawks, remember: like, share, subscribe, and keep those wings flapping.